Good afternoon, baseball fans. This is Bob Neal at Ebbets Field in Brooklyn greeting you for the Gillette Safety Razor Company and welcoming you to the third game of the World Series between the New York Yankees and the Dodgers. Now we're going to switch to the Dodgers Club. A strong, heady player, courageous little guy, and playing good ball in this series. Pee Wee, how many years uh, have you been with the Dodgers? This makes my uh, 16th year, Uncle Frank. 16 years? Just a young fellow. Hey, and you're not kidding. You look as if you're good for at least five more. Well, I hope you're right. I don't know. I, I still feel like I can play a couple more years. Uh, oh, that's a cinch. My legs feel fine, and uh, I'm not tired, and I've played 145 ball games this well, year. So I, Yesterday, Rizzuto, yesterday, Rizzuto gave you a little fine piece of advice. What was that conversation when Rizzuto slid headfirst and dirtied up that uniform? What happened? Oh, I, Phil was more or less kidding. He was a little unhappy because uh, I didn't tell him to, not to slide when the ball was fouled, but I wasn't sure. And he said, why didn't you tell me not to slide? And I said, well, Phil, I've always wanted to be able to slide on my stomach like you do. I just wanted to see the, your form coming into second base. <laughs> hey, that's pretty good. I got a kick out of Rizzuto slide head first, too. Say, uh, you're not the nervous type, are you? You go and play these ball games just like it's an everyday ball game, right? No, sir, I don't. I wish I could say that, but uh, before every game, even during the season, uh, I uh, get a little butterflies in my stomach. In fact, I, I am right here sitting here now, just thinking about this game, thinking about Turley and that fastball and that big overhand curve he's going to throw. Well, I hope he can't get it over. You'll be all right, but you know the big question everybody around the country, and they're all, they ask me every five minutes, what's the matter with the Dodgers? Will they do better when they get back to their uh, home ballpark? And you're the fellow who can answer the question. Well, uh, to tell you the truth, we naturally think that uh, we'll do better. We've always played better ball here in Brooklyn. We have uh, uh, fellows that can hit the ball out of any place in this ballpark, but also the Yankees have the same uh, same type of ball club. Now, Tommy Byrne and Whitey Ford that beat us over in the Yankee Stadium, we haven't seen too many left-handers, and we thought we'd at least beat one of those guys. But they're both very good pitchers. It goes to show you, I don't care if it's a right-handed hitting, or it's a good left-handed, they can beat any type of hitting ball club. Say, Pee-wee, you know what I notice in this series a lot? That the pitchers have been throwing a lot of sliders, curveballs, and uh, change-up pitches. And they've been able to get the ball over the plate on the 3-2 and two and the 3-1 the and one pitchers. They've been throwing curveballs, right? Well, that's, that's uh, is what makes a pitcher a good pitcher, Uncle Frank. You, you know that yourself. If a pitcher can keep a balance, uh, keep a batter off balance, keep him off stride, uh, if you get a pitcher that gets behind a hitter 3-1 and one and 2-0, and, oh, and the hitter knows that you're going to come in there with that fastball, he can get set. But uh, a fellow like Tony Byrne and Whitey Ford, they don't give you that good ball to hit. They change up on you. Uncle Pee Wee, lots of luck here, and I hope you continue to have a nice series. Thank you. How about one of these fine Gillette razors in that handsome case? Isn't that a dandy? Certainly is, Uncle Frank. Thank you very much. I have a couple of them, but I can always use another. I understand this is a, a real new one. Oh, that's a dandy. Thank you. I know you get some enjoyment out of it. Thank Thanks you. kindly. And fans, we have a great guy coming to him here right now. A fellow named Tommy Byrne. Tommy, sit down. 
And I want to congratulate you on that swell job you did yesterday. This fellow's a courageous guy. And he's not alone a good pitcher, a good control pitcher with a good curveball to use it. But uh, he's also a good hitter. What'd you, knock in, what'd you hit to knock in those two runs yesterday? Was that a fastball or a curveball? It was a fastball, I believe, Frank. And they tell me Mr. Stengel has been using you at the eighth slot in the batting order at times. That must make you feel pretty good, does it, Tom? Yeah, I rather enjoy that. That's <laughs> quite an experience and, uh, to be pitching a hit in eight. So. Say, you know, this is a marvelous thing. I've been in baseball a long time. To see a fella come back the way you did, I mean, it's a great example for the young kids around the country to not give up and to stay with it and be determined the way you have been. Tell me something about you. You were a fastball pitcher and it lacked control, right? Yeah, that's the gist of it. What sure. happened? Well, I got to a point, Frank, where uh, it looked like I was uh, beating myself by throwing so many fastballs. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, with the years slipping by, it seemed like I lost a little of the elasticity out of that arm, and I had to resort to something else... Uh, Padres today. So, a 23-year-old goes against the fastball artist of the American League. The National League uh, Dodgers are lined along the foul line between the plate and first base, and the Yankees are between third and first, and the umpires are grouped at home plate. And the Marine color guard is out in right center field. The wind is blowing in from right to left. The crowd is on hand. The Dodgers are hopeful. The New York Yankee manager, Casey Stengel, has given most of the men up here in the press box today a little bit of excitement because he changed his lineup about five minutes ago. Bob Serve now will lead off for New York and play left field. Gil McDougal will bat second and play third base. Yogi Barra will catch and bat third. And Mickey Mantle will make his first appearance in the World Series of 1955. He went to Casey about eight minutes ago and said to him, Skipper, I want to play today. So Casey said, all right, McKee, you're in center field. He'll bat fourth. Bill Scourin will be at first base, making his first World Series appearance in the lineup today for the New York Yankees. Elston Howard will be in right field. Batting seventh and playing second base is Billy Martin. Phil Rizzuto will start at shortstop and bat eight. And Bob Turley, the right-hander, the bullet thrower, goes to the mound for New York. 
Curley is making his first series appearance. He led the American League in walks with 177 this year. He finished second in strikeouts with 210. And his one loss record for New York was 17 and 13. For the Brooklyn Dodgers, Junior Gilliam has been moved to second base. And the switch hitter, of course, can swing from the left side against the right-hander, Bob Turley. He will lead off, play second base. Pee Wee Reese, the Dodger captain, will play shortstop and bat second. Duke Snyder will bat third and be in center field. Roy Campanella will catch and bat fourth. Carl Frillo will bat fifth and play right field. Gil Hodges will bat sixth and play first base. And Jackie Robinson will be at third base and bat seventh. Sandy Amaros, who has yet to make an appearance in the series, starts today in left field. And Johnny Padres, the left-hander, will go to the mound for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Padres has made one previous series appearance as a starter in the last series game played at Ebbets Field, the fifth game of the 1953 series. He pitched two and two-third innings, allowed one hit, the leadoff home run by Gene Woodling, five runs, one of those earned. He was the loser. The Yankees won 11-7, and Padres single in his only time at bat in the season. Padres had a 10-10 record, but that's been changed by the National League office. He was originally given a victory on September the 25th in Pittsburgh. It's been awarded to Russ Meyer, and his record is now 9-10. The Dodgers have taken their positions in the field. The color guard is moving off. The heavy clouds overhead present a strange contrast to the sadness that's felt by some hearts here in Brooklyn. The Dodgers, with their backs to the wall, are home, and they're hoping that they can uh, pick up a victory. And as we're just about ready to start the third game of the World Series, here is my running mate, a man who saw all of the games of the Dodgers this year, Al Halford. Well, thank you very much, Bob Neal, and hi, everybody. We're just about ready to start this one with Big Bob Sir stepping up to the plate. Jim Honachick, the plate umpire, will be calling for that man in just a moment, and the cry of play ball will sound through Ebbets Field, but before it does... Let's pause briefly for station identification. This is Mutual, the radio network for all America. Jim Honachek brushes off home plate. Roy Capanella is behind that plate, and out on the mound is left-hander Johnny Padres from Weatherby, New York. Stepping up to the plate, the big guy with the piano legs, Bob Serve, leading off. He's off at three in series play as a batsman. That's set to Brooklyn Dodgers for you defensively now. Johnny Padres on the mound. As Bob told you, a 9-10 record for the year. Catching the left-hander this afternoon, Roy Campanella. At first is Gil Hodges. At second, Jim Gilliam. The shortstop, Reese. At third is Robinson. Here's the first pitch. Fastball. The bunt is bluffed and taken. It's in there for a strike. Out in left field is Sandy Amaros. The center fielder is Duke Snyder. And in right field is Carl Perillo. Johnny Padres is ready. Comes down 0-1. The fastball is ripped through there for a strike. We have a stiff wind blowing in from behind right field. Blowing over Bedford Avenue and coming in over the ballpark. Going out from behind left. So it's going to help the fly balls hit into the left field sector. Which is 348 feet down the left field line. 393 feet to center field. Pitch swung on and fouled right up over our microphones. So the count on Bob serve. The big right hand hitter. No balls and two strikes. The outfield for serve is fanned slightly around the left and playing him very deep. He has a lot of space out in right field. Curveball swung on, tapped back to the mound. Padres has fielded it, throws to first base, and that's all for serve. One up, one down. Top half of the first inning in the third game of the World Series. Gil McDougal, who is batting a 250 in series play with two base hits on 
Eight times up. He's coming up to the bat now for the Yankees. The sports fraternity has been saying ever since last night that this is the game the Dodgers must win. Johnny Padres takes his sign. Slender left-hander delivers a high curveball outside for ball one. Gil McDougal stands about as deep in batter's box as the law will allow, feet wide, spread apart. Right-hand hitter with an overly closed stance. The coaches for the Yankees, as usual, Bill Dickey at first base, and at third is Frankie Crossetti. Padres throws a big slow curve in there, and it's over for a strike. Padres pulling the string. Everyone just seems to be sitting around the ballpark this afternoon in anticipation. Curveball swung on by McDougal, hung out into straightaway center field. Gilliam, the second baseman, goes back. Snyder comes on, and it's center fielder Snyder for the catch. So we have two outs here in the top half of the first inning. And batting at 500 with three hits for six at-bats. Left hand hitting Yogi Berra. Two up, two down in the top half of the first inning. A scoreless ball game here. The number three game in the 1955 World Series. The opening game here at Ebbets Field. They'll play here again tomorrow. Barrow with a patch under his left ear. Steps up to the plate. Keeps his feet pretty much together. Takes a look at that short right field wall as he watches the pitch whistle by there for a strike. Rodgers tried to crossfire and got it in. Outfield fanned around right and deep. Perello back almost up against the wall in right. 297 feet down the right field line. Barra swings, lets the fly ball out into right field. Coming on fast, Carl Perello makes a sure string catch. So that's all, and the Yankees here in the top half of the first inning go quietly. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on. The score at the end of the top of the first inning. The Yankees nothing, the now coming to bat Brooklyn Dodgers have nothing. The last half of inning number one as the Brooklyn Dodgers, knowing the desperate situation, the straights are now in. Very grim-lipped. Coming up to the plate now, hitting left-handed, is Jim Gilliam. He'll be facing bullet Bob Turley. Jim Gilliam has played in all of the ball games this afternoon in at second base. He's batting at 1-4-3 for series play. Where base hits, Gilliam has one. He has been up seven times. Gilliam will be followed by Reese and then by Duke Snyder. Nothing-nothing ball game. Now let's set the Yankees for you defensively. Bob Turley is on the mound. Behind the plate, Yogi Berra. At first, big Bill Moose Scarron. The second baseman, Billy Martin. At short, Phil Rizzuto. At third is Gil McDougal. The outfield, in left, is Bob Serve. In center, Mickey Mantle. In right, Elston Howard. Turley is ready. The big right-hander kicks, throws the fastball, and it's high outside for ball one. The plate umpire, Jim Honacek, at first base, Frank Vascoli. Bill Summers is at second, and over at third is Lee Ballenfant. Turley Reddy comes down with an overhand fastball and drives Gilliam back with a fastball off the hips. Two balls and no strikes. Swings, does Gilliam, hits a hot fly ball to deep center field. Mantle has gone back under it and makes the catch easily. So we have the first out here in the last half of the first inning. Captain Reese. Becomes the batsman. Reese 
Reese has three base hits and nine times up in the two games he has played, batting at 333. Right-hand hitter. Reese standing in, watching Bob Turley get ready. The big fella swings into action now, pumps once and throws. And Reese takes under the knees for ball one. On deck to go next is Duke Snyder. If he should get on, then Roy Campanella. Turley ready, delivers, and it's outside and low. Two balls, no strikes. Turley sets again. There's the mitt popped as a target. Reese waits. The 2-0 pitch, low and outside for ball three. The outfield for Reese... It's playing just about straight away. The big hole in the outfield is between Elston Howard and center fielder Mickey Mantle. It's out in right center. Gil McDougal playing a shallow third despite the fact Reese is a right-hand hitter. The 3-0 delivery, fastball, laid through but low for ball four. So Reese is on with one out here in the last half of the first inning. And the batter now is Duke Snyder. Snyder, who hit one tremendous home run over at Yankee Stadium, has three hits. For nine times up, batting at 333. Down the right field wall here to the high fence. And the high wall, it's 297 feet. Falling away to 376 in right center. The pitch, swung on by center and missed the fastball. And with that wind blowing in so stiffly from right field, to hit it over the right field screen and out onto Bedford Avenue here today, it's going to have to be a pretty good wallop. Duke's not a torn in at the plate. Turley... Checking his runner, Reese, back over his left shoulder. Reese taking a pretty good lead, scouring on the inside corner. Down comes the pitch. Snyder chases it and doesn't get it. Went after a low curveball. No balls and two strikes. Jake Fittler coaching behind first for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Claps his hands together and shouts words of encouragement to Snyder. Billy Herman putting on the signs down behind third, relaying the signs from Walter Alston on the bench. Turley and Padres in the duel here this afternoon at Ebbets Field. Turley checks Reese at first, delivers the plate, pitch is swung on and beaten into the ground foul. Snyder kicking the mud out of his spikes. The other two count on Snyder. That last foul ball that was beaten down into the ground, Yogi Berra stuck his bare right hand into it. That numbed his fingers up a little for him. Now the 0-2 delivery. Reese takes his lead. The pitch is made high and outside for ball one. The count on Duke Snyder is one ball and two strikes. One out, one on, last of the first. No score between the Yankees and the Brooklyn Dodgers. Outfield around to right and deep. Elston Howard playing very deep in right field. Pulled pretty close to the line. The big hole in the outfield is down the left field line. Turley ready. Comes down one and two. Fastball swung on a miss. Ball strike three. So there's the second out in the last half of the first inning. Duke Snyder waves and doesn't get it. First strike out of the ball game. Roy Campanella coming up. 
That's Bob Tully in the American League this year. Finished second in strikeouts with 210. So he can get him out by this method. The Yankees going along here this afternoon with four rookies in their lineup. Here's the pitch to Campanella. Side on fastball, and Cappy swings on it and pops it up in foul territory. That's going to float to the screen and out of play. No balls and one strike. Roy Campanella has been having a rough way of it to go. Series play. He's all for eight. And he really has been swinging.
As we go to the last half of inning number two for the tied-up ball game at two and two, there's going to be a shift in the outfield alignment for the Yankees. Bob Serb comes over to play in center field now, moves out of left. Elston Howard comes out of right, goes into left field, and Mickey Mantle moves over into right. Figures that leg's bothering him enough that uh, Serve will have to cover the greater pasture of center field. So in the second inning, put Serve in center. Mickey Mantle moving over to right in the second inning. And Elston Howard moving over to left. Will Hodges coming up to the plate here. Last half of the second inning. Hodges making his first appearance at the plate this afternoon. Hodges has one base hit and seven at-bats, batting at 143. Bob Turley back on an even footing with Johnny Padres. Gets ready now and comes down with a sidearm fastball and it's through at the knees for strike. Hodges will be followed by Robinson and then by Sandy Amorose. Charlie delivers an overhand fastball and this one misses outside. Count is one ball and one strike now on Gil Hodges. Charlie ready. Delivers 1-1. Hodges ducks a high curveball inside. Two balls, one strike. A bit of excitement ripping in the top half of the second inning. The Yankees came back when Mantle opened the inning with a home run hit in the center field section. And Skyron doubled. Then with two outs, Rizzuto singled. Pitch to Hodges and swung on. There's a high fly ball going into right center field, getting under his Bob serve and makes the catch. So Hodges is down and brings up Robinson. Then when they had Skyron dead to rights, at home plate, the ball got away from Campanella, squirted right out of his hand as he was tagging Skyron coming into the plate. And the tying run came in to score. Jackie Robinson, the batter now. First time up this afternoon. He's played it third in all of the series games and the other two, which has preceded this one. Robinson has one hit for six at-bats, hit a triple. He's batting at 167. Takes a fastball, flipped under the knees, on the outside corner at the knees for a called strike. No balls, one strike. Dirty right back with a fastball in almost the same spot, but this one's too low. One ball, one strike on Robinson. Last half of the second, one out, no. Is hit on the right hip. He's going to be all right, however, I think. Make that the right thigh. He's up limping a bit now. Jim Gilliam 
comes up to see how he is, and Doc Wendler immediately jumps up. Let's find out how he is, and Walter Austin comes out. Sandy Ambrose taking one of Turley's fastballs in the right hip. So that'll put him on, put him on, or a pinch runner. While we're waiting to see uh, the outcome of the affair right now, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Virtual, the radio network for all America. Sandy Amoros is going to stay in the ball game. He's running it out now, moving down to first base, trying that leg out. Apparently he's going to be all right. So we have the first hit batsman this afternoon. Robinson moves off to second. So the tie-breaking run in the person of Robinson, who's a pretty good base runner, on at second. Johnny Padres is the batsman. Austin has a word with Padres as he sends him up to the plate. Johnny hits him as he throws him left-handed. Not too bad as a hitting pitcher. When he gets a hold of the ball, he can give it a pretty good ride. Checking with the official score, Johnny Padres, a bunt single. That loads the bases. Sandy Amorose on the bunt single, moving down second. Jackie Robinson, who stole home already in this series, is on at third. And with one out, let's see how the Yankees are going to play it. If they're going to lay back to the double play, if they're going to play up tight. They're going to go partway back to the fielding depth as the Keystone combination moves back. It's Martin and Rizzuto. Martin and Rizzuto. Robinson coming down the line as Gilliam looks at the first pitch. Outside for ball one. Jim Gilliam will fly to the center in the first inning. He's 0 for 1. We're going to have some activity now down in the Yankee bullpen. Turley is in a jam. 2-2 ball game. The Dodgers have him loaded up here at Ebbets Field and one out. Robinson at third. Sandy Amoros at second. Johnny Padres, a bunt single on it. First base. Robinson halfway down the line as Turley pitches way inside for ball two. Get him just backing off to take it. The plowboy is down in the Yankee bullpen. Tom Morgan, big right-hander. Time is called. Billy Martin comes in from second base. He wants to talk to big Bob Turley. The situation here in the last half of the second inning, a tied-up ball game at two and two. Jackie Robinson, who singled up the middle, is on at third. He was moved around there. When Ambrose was hit for the pitch, he moved to second. And then Padres, trying to bunt the boys along, got a single out of it. And he's on at first. One out, Jim Gilliam, hitting left-handed, is up there. And he's counted as two balls and no strikes. Curly out there trying to bow his neck. Now let's see if he's able to get out of it. Robinson halfway down the line again. And low for ball three. 
seems that Robinson coming down off third with those quick chopping steps of his seems to be doubling the pitcher, Bob Turley. Three and nothing. So Bob is in danger of uh, walking in the tie-breaking run. 3-0 delivery. Gilliam takes over for a strike. A nice fastball. Get him standing down there, just dangling that bat. I fix it up. Infield playing deep now on the right side. McDougal playing a shallow third, trying to hold Robinson close. Turley ready. His 3-1 delivery. Robbie halfway down the line. The pitch is made inside for ball four. Robinson walks in. Gilliam will get the run batted in, and the bases remain loaded. Now the score is 3-2 in favor of the Brooklyn Dodgers. Robinson comes in with the run that breaks it. Pee-wee Reese will be coming up to the plate. Well... It's squarely up to the captain, who has done things very well this year. Been a good hit-and-run man, been a good bunt man, and a fine defensive man on the infield. Yes, sir, Pee-wee does just about everything very well, and that goes for the way he shaves, too. His Gillette Super Speed Razor keeps his face looking right. You know what Pee-wee says? Feels great. Casey Stengel coming out to the mound now. He wants to talk to Turley. Tom Morgan, square-shouldered right-hander, is in the bullpen for the Yankees, and he's ready if Casey wants to use him, and he may want to. But Turley has run into his lumps here in the last half of the second inning. The bases are loaded, one out. A run has been pushed across. And the Dodgers are leading it. Three to two, and Tom Morgan is being called. So Turley is out of there after one and one-third innings. Morgan is coming on, making his series appearance. 55. Attention, There's the announcement for him. Now coming in a pitch for the New York Yankees, number 28, Tom Morgan. Morgan comes in to pitch to Captain Reese. The situation is a pretty tough one for the Plowboy. The bases are loaded. One out here in the last half of the second inning. Turley, as he leaves, gets a round of applause. He's given up um, three runs on three base hits. He's walked two and struck out one and hit one batter. So Tom Morgan takes over. Tom, who in spots this year for the New York Yankees, has been brilliant as a relief pitcher. And in some spots, he's been cuffed around quite a bit. Of course, that's the fate of those who follow the trend of sports, follow the game of sports. But Tom has the equipment and he's got the ability. And when he's right, he's one of the tougher guys out on that mound. He's strong, can throw pretty hard. So when uh, he's out there throwing them, the boys up the plate don't dig in on him too much. Morgan right now throwing a few warm-up pitches down to get the field of the mound. And the batter, Reese, will be called up to face him in just a second. 
Morgan signifies he's about ready to go. So Morgan, who appeared in 40 ball games for the Yankees this year, on and release. Had a record of seven and three, seven wins and three losses. His one loss record wasn't as impressive as it might have been this ball club, but nevertheless, he was invaluable many times to the Yankees. So Morgan is ready now. The base is loaded. There, the responsibility of the departed Turley. The right-hander throws a curveball to Reese and slow for ball one. Reese walked back in the first inning, so he's up there for his first official at-bat now. With Jim Gilliam at first, Johnny Padres, the pitcher at second, Sandy Amrose down there at third. Three to two the score in favor of Brooklyn. Each side having three base hits. Morgan overhands a fastball, and that's downstairs for ball two. Billy Martin from second base holds up his hand, calls time, and runs in to talk to Morgan. Tom Reddy delivers way outside and low for ball three. So here's Morgan. scored here in the inning, and Brooklyn leads in the ballgame, 4-2. Roy Campanella, who got the Dodgers off and winging with a two-run home run in the first inning, comes up now with the bases loaded. Johnny Cook's young, tall right-hander still throwing down in the Yankee ball.
Campanella kicking the mud out of his spikes as he moves up to the plate. Has one base hit and nine times up in the 55 World Series, and that was a home run. He hit a ball game. Morgan still faced with plenty of difficulty and knows it. Pitches a sidearm curve. It's over to Campy first strike. Despite the fact that Campanella hit his home run into the left center field sector, the outfield plays him as a pull hitter slightly to right field. A lot of room down the left field line. Zelson Howard has moved over into left center. Morgan ready. Sidearms camping. It swung on. There's a high foul ball hit off to the left of the plate. Back to the crowd out of play for strike two. Runners are poised and ready to go. Morgan comes down 0-2 to Campanelli's side on curveball. Lane to Billy Martin at second base for the third out. So the head campy play just about right. Eight men coming to the plate here in the second inning. The Dodgers pick up two big runs to go ahead. They had two hits in the inning, a couple of singles. There were no errors. Three men were left on. The score at the end of the second inning. The Brooklyn Dodgers four and the New York Yankees two. The third inning. Johnny Padres now established again as the front runner, with Brooklyn leading four to two. We'll go with the top of the batting order here in the top of the third inning. That'll be Bob Serve, who tapped back to the mound, and Padres threw him out in the first inning. They'll be followed by third baseman Gil McDougal, who flied to center, and then Yogi Berra, who hit a line shot to Carl Perillo in right field, a sinking line drive that Carl caught below his knees as he moved in. So it's 4-2 Brooklyn as the sun splashes around Ebbets Field here in the borough of Brooklyn. Johnny Padres takes his sign from Roy Campanella. Bob Sir, big right-hand hitter. Takes a look at the first pitch and it costs him. Runs whistle right through there for strike one. Boy, that Turley was really whistling him in when he was out on that mound. Padres' big change-up curve is swung on and missed for a strike. Serve almost unbuttoned his shirt on that one. Way out ahead of him. No balls, two strikes on Bob Serve. Bodrus ready. Comes back with a let-up fastball, and this one's low. One ball and two strikes. Bodrus taking his time now. Slender left-hander pumps twice, kicks and throws. A let-up curve, swung on a miss for strike three. So they've got serve down here in the third inning. And for Johnny Padres, that'll be his second strikeout. The batter coming up to the plate now will be third baseman Gil McDougall. He's 0 for 1. The base is empty, one down. 4 to 2 the score. Favor Brooklyn over New York. Over to Yankee Stadium. The Bombers made a heyday of it in two games. And the Brooks, with their backs up against the wall, are fighting back here in their home park. Padres delivers. McDougal swings and cuffs a foul off the first baseline of the crowd out of play. Strike one on Gill. Yogi Berra hanging around to hit next. Padres comes down on one with a let-up fastball. It's back past the mound. Gilliam behind second, picks up, snaps his throw quickly to first, and McDougal is out number two. Two down, top of the third inning. 
Yogi Berra heading left-handed. Moves up for the Yankees now. Campanella goes down to pump the sign. Honachick leans over the shoulder to get a look at the pitch. Padres opposite. There's the fast crossfire that misses outside. Yogi for ball one. Robinson coming in to play up shallow at third. Pulled out a little bit more toward second base. Padres delivers another fast one. This was in for strike. So Padres has fed Berra a couple of fast ones. Yogi with his overly close stance. Feet pretty much together. Stands deep. Padres throws a soft curve. It bounces into the dirt at Yogi's feet. Two balls, one strike on the Yankee catcher. Now Johnny ready. Barrow waits for him. The 2-1 pitch, an overhand fastball, and Yogi swings on it, hits a high pop-up off the first baseline in foul territory. Gil Hodges under it, and he's got it. So that's all for the Yankees here in the third. They go down, one, two, three order, very quietly. Nothing across for them. Score at the end of two and a half innings of play now. It's Brooklyn four. The New York Yankees have two. The last half of inning number three, the Dodgers find themselves out in front, four to two, each side having three base hits. And coming up to the plate to start the third inning for Brooklyn will be Carl Perillo, who closed out the first inning with a fly ball to center field. Mantle was then in center. Bob Serve out there now. Mantle is in right. Nelson Howard has moved over to left, as we told you, in the second inning. So Tom Morgan, in relief of Turley, gets ready to pitch to Carl Perillo. They've lost the sun here for a few moments. Sidearm curveball to Perillo finds its mark, and there's strike one. Morgan hides that ball behind his back and takes the sign from Barra. Starts that pitch plateward. It's a let-up fastball. It's low. One ball and one strike. Perillo looking around at Billy Herman to see if there's a sign of any kind on. Perillo up, Hedges on deck to follow. Morgan pumps twice, throws a sidearm curve, and that's in there, right at the waist for strike two. Tom sends that sidearm curveball in after having stepped over toward third. Sort of cuts it loose a little above the hip. One-two delivery by Morgan. There he goes again with that curveball, and this one's drilled foul down back to third base. Perillo coming back. It's a handful of dirt. Dries his hands. A little ritual of batter goes through. Each has a different one. Now Perillo pounds the meat end of the bat down in the rubber of home plate. Says, all right, Tom, let's take a look. Says, all right, Tom, let's take a look. One-two delivery by Tom Morgan. And before he gets to throw it, 
Perillo steps back and calls for time. Now both hands are ready. Morgan comes down with a one-two delivery. An overhand curve, and Perillo swings on it, hits a long drive deep into left field. It could go all the way, but not quite. It's up against the boards, and Perillo is on his way to second. Howard up with the ball, feeds it into shortstop Rizzuto, and Perillo has doubled. That'll be hit number one off Morgan. The Dodgers now have four runs, four hits. Gil Hodges opened the second inning with a fly ball to center field. Bob Sir was able to make the catch on it. Gil hit one yesterday at the Yankee Stadium. It probably would have been a homer here at the Abbott's Field Ballpark. Down comes the first pitch. And it's over for a strike right at the knees on the outside slice. Nothing and one, the count on Gil Hodges. Last half of the third, one on, nobody out. Score four to two in favor of Brooklyn. Tom Morgan on in relief for the New York Yankees, having relieved Turley. Relieved him in the second inning. Sidearm curveball, over for a strike. Morgan has that sidearm, but working pretty well for him today. Donald Hodges is nothing in two. Carl Perillo, who doubled sharply off the left field walls, striding down off second now, and Morgan checks him. He'll take another gander at him before he pitches. There's a look back. Now the sidearm curveball, and Hodges hits a hopper down to third. McDougal up, drives the runner back to second, throws to first in time, and Hodges is out. Oh, one down in the last half of third, and Jackie Robinson gets a round of applause as he steps up. Robinson ripped a single up the middle in the second inning to get things started for Brooklyn. An inning which produced a pair of runs. He got Turley off his stride and finally got him out of the ballgame. Robinson smoothing out batter's box. Call for Allo standing out there at second base. Nye takes the lead. Robinson digging in. Morgan takes a sign from Barra. Tom delivers, curveball, and that's over. So on that sidearm curve to good advantage. No balls, one strike on Robinson. Outfield straight away for Robin. Elson Hard playing very deep in straightaway left field. Rizzuto playing deep at shortstop. Naparillo leads off at second. Morgan's sidearm curve is outside and low. Robinson's count, one ball, one strike. Morgan juggling the ball around in his mid hand. Now he's ready. Checks his runner. Delivers an overhand fastball, and Robinson swings on it and pops it up back to second base. Billy Martin floating around under it, midway between first and second, and makes the catch. Well, we have two down in the last half of third inning, and the batter is Sandy Amaros, who was hit in the right thigh by Turley's fastball when he came up in the second inning. Sandy hitting left handed. with two down. Leads off at second. Morgan checks him and then throws to the plate. Outside and high by the shoulder. One ball and no strikes on Amarose. Four to two. That's the score. Favor Brooklyn. Yankees took the first game day before yesterday, six to five. Won yesterday's four to two. 
Brooks are trying to roar back. Morgan delivers. The pitch is outside. To a left-hand hitter for ball two. And they're going to put him on now. Yogi Berra motions put Ambrose on at uh, first base. They'll work to Johnny Parkins. Ball three. Here comes ball four. Way outside. So Ambrose has walked intentionally to put runners to first and second with two down. That'll be the first walk for Morgan. I got the second walk for Morgan. Johnny Padres coming up to the plate. Johnny got a bunt single in the second inning. Charlie tried to handle his bubbler down the third baseline. Didn't get there in time. The pitch to Padres. Over for a strike. Runners at first and second. In the last half of third inning, Brooklyn leads it 4-2. to Frillo off second. Down comes the pitch to Padres, and it's outside and low. Johnny's count, one ball, one strike. Amorose, the base runner at first. Perillo opened this inning with a double. Almost had himself a home run. Ball banged off the wall out in left field, about 350 feet away from home plate. One-one pitch. Padres swings and foul tips it. But that one right back off the shoulder of Yogi Berra. Yogi's right shoulder. Honachik asks him how he feels, and he says, all right. Ever watch these catchers and umpires working behind the plate? They get banged up a little, and they say, how do you feel? Oh, I'm fine. Then they're black and blue for three weeks. Morgan ready now with the one-two delivery on Johnny Padres. Runners at first and second, taking their leads. Two down, last half of the third, four to two is the score, Brooklyn. Pitch, Padres reaches for a curve and hits a foul off the third baseline up into the overhang boxes up on the second tier. Perello and Ambrose still ready to move. The sun has not come back to pay us a visit. Stuck in behind the overcast. Pitch the plate to Padres outside for ball two. Morgan trying to let up curve. Two balls, two strikes. Last half of any number three. Third game of the series. Camaros leading at first, Perillo at second, two down. Pitch, Padres swung on a miss, it was like three. So Morgan gets him and retires aside here in third. He picks up his first strikeout. No runs. It was one base hit, followed by a walk, which left two men on. There were no Yankee errors. The score at the end of three full innings of play now. It is Brooklyn four. The New York Yankees have two. Now, before we get started in the top half of the fourth inning, with the mantle coming up there, let's quickly pause for station identification. This is Mutual, the radio network for all America.
Inning number four time at Ebbets Field. Four to two ball game in favor of Brooklyn. And Mickey Mantle, who had a home run leading off in the second inning, is up there batting right-handed. Rodgers throws a curve to him, and it's over for a strike. The only run batted in for New York. Mantle owns it. There's a great big blooper pitch that's way high. Mantle took a double hitch in his swing and then watched it sail in. That's the first one that Padres has uncorked. He gets that pitch in there pretty well sometimes. 1-1 delivery. Soft curve. This one into the dirt. That's ball two. So apparently Johnny feels if uh, Mantle's going to hit it out of the park on him again, he's going to have to do it with his own power. Count is two balls and one strike on Mickey Mantle. Padres ready. There's the fastball. Ball and Hopper hit the third. Robinson fields it flawlessly, fires to first, and Mantle is out. So Padres set him up with a couple of slow ones and handed him the fast one. One out, top of the fourth inning, and the batter is Bill Scarron who hit a line shot double. High over the head of Robinson at third. It hugged the line and went into the corner and left field. Moose is a big guy, right-hand hitter. Padres tries a fastball on him and fires it in off the fist, but too close to the body. That's ball one. Padres pumps twice, delivers, another fastball, and this one's drilled right through at the knees for a strike. That wind is whipping in pretty well from right field. It has the flag standing straight out from the mass. Padres throws an overhand fastball, and Skyron cuffs a foul off the first base side. One ball and two strikes. The play remains Brooklyn 4, the New York Yankees 2. As we move to the last half of the fourth inning here at Ebbets Field, we go to the top of the Brooklyn batting order to pick up Jim Gilliam. Jim in the first inning, fly to center, walked in the second. So he's 0 for 1. And Billy Martin has come in from his position at second base carrying his glove. Apparently he has ripped the webbing and will have to have another one. 
Doe picks one up from the dugout and will be going back out to his position. Here are your totals as we move into the last half of the fourth inning. For Brooklyn, four runs on four hits. They've committed one error. The Yankees have two runs on three hits, have committed no errors. Turley started the ball game, went one in the third innings, was derricked in the second. Morgan came on, put out the fire finally, and he has been on ever since. And he's about to pitch out of Gilliam. Morgan ready. Delivers. Gilliam hitting left-handed on this occasion. Takes a fastball outside for ball one. Brooklyn drew first blood, went with one out. Reese walked, and Snyder struck out, and Campanella hit a two-run home run into the left center field bleachers. Pitch swung on. A looping fly ball hit into left field for a base hit, and Gilliam is on. Austin Howard coming in with that ball, a shortstop for Zudo. Gilliam is content to be on at first base. That'll be hit number two off Morgan. Hit number five for Brooklyn. The batter is Pee Wee Reese. Twice he's been up, twice he's walked. He walked in the first inning, and he was the base runner on when Roy Campanella unloaded his home run. Morgan checks his runner, Gilliam. Down comes the sidearm curveball. It's low. Pretty good hit-and-run combination right now working for Brooklyn. Gilliam at first base, and Reese, who is pretty adept at hitting behind the runner to right field, is up at the plate. Signs have been splashed around now. Billy Herman putting them on down behind third. Reese watching, so is Gilliam. Morgan checks his runner. Delivers. There goes Gilliam. The pitch is swung on. There's a popper going out into center field. Bob serve chases up under it. It's an easy chance for Bob, and he's got it, so Gilliam has to come back to first. Told you. And Gilliam gets on ahead of Reese. They usually try the hit and run. Duke Snyder coming up to the plate. Struck out in the first inning. Forced a man, Quadris at home in the second inning. Snyder is 0 for 2. Gilliam at first. One out, last of the fourth. Brooklyn leads 4 to 2. Pitch, Snyder takes, and it's low. One ball and no strikes. Snyder, who already holds the record for the most home runs. In a series by a National Leaguer at six. Has a right field screen to shoot at now. Takes a pitch outside for Morgan for ball two. Mickey Mantle playing out in right field. Playing right back on the red cinder track. That'll be about five feet in front of the wall. serve over in right center. Morgan's fastball is inside to the Duke. Right off the belt buckle for ball three. One out, one on, last of the fourth inning. Gilliam open with a slicing single in the left field. Down comes the pitch. Outside for ball four. So the Duke is on and Gilliam trots off to second. Third base on ball, given up by Morgan. The Dodgers have drawn five of them, and here's Roy Campanella. Cappy had a fine opportunity in the second inning with the bases loaded. Two down, he hit a line shot, a well-hit ball, but hit it right to Billy Martin. 
second baseman gloved it to retire the side. Campanella, one for two with two ends batted in. Morgan delivers him a sidearm and Camping rips it into left field. It's in there for the base hit. Gilliam is tearing around third. He's coming in to score. Duke Snyder's on his way to third and slides and makes it. Well, Campanella has the hitting shoes on again. That's his third run batted in. Snyder makes it around to third on the play. And Gilliam from second scoring easily. So it's now five to two in favor of the Dodgers. At number three, run number one off Morgan. Yogi Berra going out to talk to Morgan. Now let's see if Casey Stengel's going to stir some activity up down in the Yankee bullpen. Yep, he sure is. The batter will be called Ferrillo. Runners at first and third, one out, one run in. And Ferrillo, who has doubled and fly to center. It's coming up. Evans Fields really buzzing now as Morgan throws a sidearm curve and Furlow ignores it. And that's over for a strike. Infield land back, double play depth. Outfield playing just about straight away for Furlo with the exception of center fielder serve. He's on the right field side of second base. Standing deep in center. Sidearm curveball and Furlow pounds it foul off the third baseline. That's strike two. Right-hander Johnny Cooks up and throwing again for the Yankees. On the bullpen. Morgan has been touched for a run on two base hits and a walk here in this fourth inning. The Dodgers lead over the Yanks 5-2. Frillo waves that wood back and forth. Morgan to the top of the stretch, checks his runners, delivers a sidearm curve, and Frillo bops a foul right down into the ground. Down holds on Carl. No balls and two strikes. Morgan monkeying around out in the mound. Now hides the ball behind his back. Brillo steps back in. Duke Snyder leads off at third. Troy Campanella, who drove in the run, steps away from first. To pitch. Right under the chin. Brillo had to get back from that one in a hurry. Well, that one would take the whiskers right off your face without benefit of our sponsor's product. It was close. One two delivery. Sidearm curve and Furlow swings on it. It's a high fly ball down the left field line. It's curving over to the bullpen. It may go too far over, but it's cut in foul territory. Duke Snyder tags up and comes on in to score and cap another tags up. In the top of the seventh inning, 
Leading off for the New York Yankees will be Elston Howard. Howard started the game in right field, then moved over when it was obvious that Mickey Mantle would not be able to cover the ground. There's a swing, a long drive, deep in the left field, going back near the wall as Amaro's way back. He reaches up, and he's got it. Howard, making a bid for a home run, was only about two feet shy. That was a towering fly ball. And Jackie Robinson uh, makes sure that he talks to Johnny Padres about, let's not have too many more of those. So there's one away for the Yankees in the seventh inning, and Billy Martin steps in. Billy struck out, bounced out third to first, and a fine play by Jackie Robinson. First pitch, a fastball, high and outside. Ball one. The Dodgers, six runs, seven hits, one error. The Yankees, two runs, five hits, no errors. The outfield playing straight away, left side of the infield's deep. The pitch is a swing and a miss on a fastball. One ball and one strike. Yankees have a right-hander working in their bullpen. Down in the left field corner, that's Tom Sturdivant. Padres ready, a let-up curve. Martin steps up, swings, and the ground ball to Jackie Robinson. To his left, he's up, he throws, he's got him. So Jackie Robinson may not have the winged feet of his earlier days in baseball, but he has the sureness of hands that only comes with experience. So we have two out. In the seventh inning, and the scooter, Phil Rizzuto, is in there. Rizzuto wearing number 10. Single in the second inning. And he takes a fastball. It's a little high. Ball one. Rizzuto's single brought in a run when the throw by Amaro's into Campanella was dropped by Campy for an error, and Scourin scored. The delivery is low for a ball, and it's a two-ball count now to Rizzuto. Roy Campanella decides he wants another ball and gets it and throws it out to his pitcher, Johnny Padres. Next pitch is high and inside for ball three, and it's a 3 nothing count to the scooter. The pitcher, Johnny Cooks, is due up next, and with Tom Sturdivant working in the bullpen, it may be that if Rizzuto stays alive, that old Case will dig down in his bag of tricks and try to come up with the answer to keeping Rizzuto moving. Padres is ready. The three-ball pitch is strike one, call. Fastball, it caught that inside corner. And the scooter now steps out, takes a look down to Frankie Crosetti coaching at third. The outfield's playing straight away for Rizzuto. Jackie Robinson two steps off the edge of the infield grass. Reese is deep at short. Padres ready. The 3-1 delivery is strike two. So it's a full count. And Rizzuto's on his own. Padres looks in, reads from Roy Campanella. Deals a swing and a foul on the top of the roof back of third base. Broke a curveball in, and Rizzuto around with his swing got the ball up and over the top of the roof. Out of play. Three balls, two strikes, two out, and we are in the top half of the seventh inning with the Dodgers leading 6-2. to two. Padres ride to work, and the pitch is lined into left field foul going in the upper deck. Padres 
who in his only other World Series appearance was charged with a defeat, has really had the Yankees whacking that ball in the ground. Only four fly balls have been hit by Yankee batsmen, two since the first inning. 3-2 pitch to Rizzuto. It's a curveball that hangs outside. Ball four, and the scooter for the second time today walks, and the Yankees have a runner at first base. Padres has given up only two bases on balls, and Phil Rizzuto has picked off both of them. Andy Carey is going to come up to bat for the pitcher, Johnny Cooks. Early batted for himself when he was in, bounced out third to first. Bauer batted for Tom Morgan and flied to left. And now Andy Carey will bat for the pitcher, Johnny Cooks. Rizzuto leads away. Two out to pitch is a fastball swung on and missed by one. Levine, who had been working in the Dodger bullpen, has resumed his seat on the bench. There's an overhand curveball driven deep in the left field. Going over near the wall is Amarose. He watches it, and he reaches up in the air. The ball hits the wall, bounces off. Here's Rizzuto coming around third. Amarose can't pick up the ball. Carey now going for third. The throw is in. He's in with a triple. We're assuming, of course, that it will go as a triple. The official score may, if he decides that Amarose should have come up with that ball... They give him a double and an error. But the Yankees have picked up another run. That ball hit the wall. Amrose went up and against the wall. The ball bounced away from him. Then he seemed to have a little trouble finding it by the time he got it and poured it into third base. Carey, who can fly, was at third and Rizzuto was home. And the Yankees now have picked up a run and the score is 6-3 with the Dodgers' lead cut to three runs. Another meeting on the mound by manager Walt Alston with Roy Campanella and Padres. No error has been flashed by the official score, so we will assume that Carey gets full credit for triple. They have given the Dodgers an error, so he gets a double. A double and an error to Amarose. And the first pitch to Big Bob serve is outside for ball. Padres delivers a strike on the outside corner. Fastball, and it's one and one. So give Andy Carey a two-base hit and give Sandy Amarose an error. The second error for the Dodgers today. The other charge to Roy Campanella. And Clem Labine is up in the bullpen. Here's the next pitch. A fastball swung on and missed. For strike two. Padres has been working change-ups and soft curves to Bob Serve. Now he is pumping that ball through there. There's a swing and a miss and he strikes him out. So Bob Serve for the third time today goes down on the strikeout. That is the sixth. And in the seventh inning... The Yankees come up with one run. They had one hit. And we will check to see whether the official score has now decided that it's a triple. Well, I'm glad everybody finally got together. No error charged to Amarose. And uh, one man left on base. So at the end of 
six and a half innings of play. The score is Brooklyn six and the New York Yankees three. by Mickey Mantle in the second inning, a double by Scourn and a single by Rizzuto to get two runs for them in the second inning. They picked up another in the seventh inning on a walk and a triple, which uh, was much debated by the official scores. Here is Gil Hodges stepping in for the Brooklyn Dodgers, looking for his first hit, takes a swing and he misses on a curveball. Johnny Cox has a good fastball, good curve, and uses a slider. Hodges has flied to center, bounced out third to first, short to first. Has one hit in the first two games out of seven times at bat, so he's now one for ten. Next pitch outside. One ball, one strike. The outfield for the Yankees is straight away now with Howard in left, serving center mantle in right. Left side of the infield deep. Pitch is a curveball, swung on a miss. One and two. And Johnny Cook's who has been replaced by Tom Sturdivant. Finds himself somewhere in the clubhouse. Hopeful that the Yankees can come back. Sturdivant's ready now. Delivers, and there's a fastball lined into left field. So the count is one ball, two strikes. Sturdivant in the regular season was in 33 games, started only one, had a one-loss record for the great catch by Elston Howard, who went right in front of the 351-foot marker, waited. Timed his jump, was up in the air, got it in the glove, and Hodges comes back to the Dodger bench talking to himself. Well, Gil uh, really put everything he had into that swing and almost had himself that big home run. You can put Hodges down as another big league star who shaves with a Gillette Super Speed Razor. There are three of them now, light, regular, and heavy. One of them just right for you. Jackie Robinson steps in, one hit three times at bat, holds the bat away from his right ear, and he takes a fastball outside from Sturdivant, ball one. Howard made the catch of the day so far, and the wind blowing out from right field over to left carried it along with it. Sturdivant delivers a curve. There's a ground ball hit down inside the line, going on to left field. There's Jackie Robinson making the turn at first. The ball bounced away from Elston Howard over in the direction of right, left center field. And there's Robinson making the turn at second. And he is going on to third as the throw is to second. The throw crosses in there. Robinson pulled that ball just inside the line. It bounced off the 
facing of the short fence out there. And uh, Jackie uh, sort of hesitated at second. And then when he saw that Elston Howard was going to make the throw to second, he went on to third. So he gets credit for a double and goes to third on the throw to second. First pitch to Sandy Amrose is outside for a ball. The Dodgers have a runner at third as Jackie Robinson with a double and alert running. The Yankees have their infield in to try and cut off Robinson at the plate. Sturdivant delivers. Is a curve. Pulled by. Out in the right field. It's in there for a base hit. And Robinson can walk home. And the Dodgers pick up another run. So the score is now seven for the Brooklyn Dodgers, three for the New York Yankees. And Sandy Amaros is on at first base, one out. And Johnny Padres, the pitcher, is due up. And here he comes. Padres sacrificed in the fifth inning, struck out in the third, and beat out a beautiful bunt in the second inning. And the fans here, both Yankee rooters and the Dodger rooters, give him a well-deserved salute for his fine pitching. The outfield straight away. McDougal in close looking for a bunt. He takes a swing and he misses. Strike one. McDougal moves in about three steps on the edge of the infield grass. Rizzuto is shaded over near second with the left-hand batter Padres up there. Sandy Amrose jumps away to a lead scour and holding against the runner at first. Here's the delivery, and the bunt is along the first baseline. Sturdivant down off, makes the throw to second. It is out at second. So, no sacrifice. Play going from Sturdivant, the pitcher, to the shortstop, Phil Rizzuto. And on at first base is Johnny Padres. So, the Dodgers have a runner at first base, two out. And it brings up the top of the order for Brooklyn, Junior Gilliam. He has walked single. He flied to center and has flied to left field. He is one for three officially. He's batting left against the right-hander Sturdivant, who is the fourth pitcher to be used by the Yankees today. The first pitch is a curveball. It's high and outside. Ball one. McDougal is playing in close for this left-hander, Junior Gilliam, who's quite adept at bunting and has good speed. Gilliam chokes the bat about three inches from the handle, stands deep in the box. Sturdivant checks his runner at first, delivers a curve that breaks inside, taken for ball two. Brooklyn seven, New York three. Last of the seventh inning. And a gray overcast day with the threat of rain always constant in the heavy clouds that hang overhead. Padres jumps off to two-step lead. The pitch to Gilliam, a fastball. It's low and outside. Ball three. Sturdivant has given up two hits, one run. Turley gave up four runs from three hits. Morgan gave up two runs from three hits. And thus the Dodgers seven runs. The next pitch, a fastball outside. And down to first goes Junior Gilliam with a base on ball. That is the first given up by Sturdivant. And the Dodgers have runners at second and first. And while we wait for Pee Wee Reese, the Dodger captain, to come up, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Mutual, the radio network for all America. Pee Wee Reese, right-hand batter, steps in. He's hitless in two official times at bat. A fastball by Sturdivant is through there for a strike. 
The outfield plays straight away for the Dodger captain. And with two out and two on, the infield playing back. Tom Sturdivant, tall right-hander, looks back to Padres at second, gets a fastball outside for ball one, one and one. Reese has walked twice in the second inning. His walk forced in a run. And he was on base when Campy gave him the free ride around with his home run. Sturdivant looking into Yogi Barra. On deck for the Dodgers is Duke Snyder. Johnny Padres leads away from second. Junior Gilliam with a lead from first. The pitch is swung on, popped back, coming over our heads out of play. So the count is one ball, two strikes. Reese wearing number one. The little Kentucky Colonel. Always very quiet, businesslike. Great favorite of the youngsters of Brooklyn. Sturdivant is ready once again, and the one-two pitch is a curve that breaks outside. Two balls, two strikes. Reese is not easily fooled. Holds the bat right on the end. Tom Sturdivant, ready to work. Delivers a curve that breaks inside, and it's three and two, a full count. So now, Billy Herman now to see what Billy Herman has the runners do. Three balls, two strikes. Pee Wee Reese, the batter. Two men on. Padres, the pitcher, on second. Junior Gilliam, the second baseman, is on first. And Tom Sturdivant, pitching here in the last half of the seventh inning with the Dodgers leading 7-3. Gets his sign. The runners lead away. They're running. The swing and a base hit out into center field. Here's Padres making the turn at third, going on to the plate. And going into third is Gilliam, and the Dodgers have picked up their eighth run. A single by Pee Wee Reese. Right over second base. And that is the second run given up by Sturdivant. And the third hit. And the Dodgers now have ten hits. And they have eight runs. And they lead the Yankees by five runs, eight to three. Yogi Berra steps out in front of the plate. He wants to have a chat with his pitcher, Sturdivant. As Duke Snyder stands quietly, knocking the dirt out of his cleats. The Duke has one hit so far today. A single in the sixth inning. He struck out in the first. Forced to run at the plate in the second. On a ground ball hit down the first baseline. He walked in the fourth. The outfield pulls around the right. Mantle back up against the wall. In right center. Strike one. Duke Snyder was really aiming for Bedford Avenue. 297 feet down that right field line and a big 40-foot fence. Snyder wearing number four. Sturdivant checks the runners at third and first. He's ready. The pitch is swung on. There's a line drive out into left field. Backing up for it is Howard, and he takes it. Belt high. So Snyder trying to hit the ball of the opposite field. Lines Delston Howard. But the Dodgers come up with two more big runs. Uh, one, two, three hits. There were no errors, and two men were left on base. And at the end of seven full innings of play, the score is Brooklyn 8 and the New York Yankees 3. Well, the 
Rooters for the Brooklyn Dodgers are a little happier at the moment, although the ball game is now going into the top of the eighth inning. At least they find their beloved Dodgers holding a lead of 8-3 at the end of seven, which is something that has not occurred in the first two games of the World Series. Clem Labine is apparently going to stay loose in the Dodger bullpen. He is not working very hard, just keeping warm. And manager Walt Austin uh, taking out a little insurance in that department. Johnny Padres has been very effective. He has given up only six hits. The outfield straight away. Gil McDougal about it. The first pitch is outside by Padres. A fastball, ball one. McDougal has one hit and three times at bat. On deck for the Yankees, Yogi Berra. The outfield straight away. Padres ready. Delivers. There's a swing. A ground ball down to Jackie Robinson. Two hops. He has it. And Hodges has it. And there's one away. McDougal grounding out. Third to first. Jackie Robinson to Gil Hodges. And Jackie, almost after every play in which he's involved, goes over and says something of encouragement to his young pitcher, who today is celebrating his 23rd birthday. And Padres, before the game, said he wanted a birthday and Christmas present all wrapped up in one. He'd like to win. Yogi Barra swings on a fastball, hits a ground ball. Junior Gilliam to his right one step, gets it over to Hodges in time for out number two. So Padres is not having to waste too many pitches as the Yankees go fishing for a good one. And they have two out. Mickey Mantle steps in. Mickey had a home run in the second inning. Bounced out third to first in the fourth inning. Hit into a double play in the sixth inning. The outfield moves around and deep and left. There's a fastball strike. Pumped right down the middle. The umpire is going to take a look at the ball at the request of Mickey Mantle. He throws it out. A little scuffed up. Umpire Jim Honachick of the American League working the plate. Looks and Mantle takes a swing and he pops one up that's going on top of the roof back of the Yankee dugout. Foul and out of play. And now the count to Mickey Mantle is two strikes. Sandy Amaros in left field. There's a let-up curve and a ground ball. Robinson waits for it, and he pumps it across, and it's in time for out number three. So the Yankees in the eighth inning go down in one, two, three order. On ground balls, hit down to Jackie Robinson and to Junior Gilliam. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on. And at the end of seven and a half innings of play, the score is Brooklyn eight, the New York Yankees three. Moving into the last half of the eighth inning, and Roy Campanella will lead off against Tom Sturdivant. Campy, wearing number 39, has had a fairly fat day for old Campy. He has a home run, which he picked off in the first inning, a two-run blast. He drove in a run in the fourth inning, and he has two for four. First pitch is outside, ball one. The outfield straight away. Sturdivant gets a curve outside for ball two. The Yankees started Bob Turley. He lasted one in the third innings, gave up four runs. Morgan came on, worked two and two-thirds, and he gave up two runs. Cooks worked one inning, was not charged with a run. Sturdivant gave up two runs in the last time. There's a swing and a miss by Campy, going for a low fastball, and down on one knee. And a man uh, who has really been the backbone 
through most of 1955 for the Dodgers. Waits now and swings and fouls one that goes over near the stands. Coming over is Bill Scarr. No chance to get it. It's out of play. In the upper deck and almost dropped down the lower deck. Grabbed by a very happy fan. Two balls, two strikes. Roy Campanella, the batter. Gail McDougall, deep at third. Bill Rizzuto on the edge of the grass at short. Billy Martin shaded over towards second and deep. Elston Howard in left. Serve in center. Mickey Mantle around in right field. Sturdivant deals the 2-2 pitch. Campy swings and fouls it back. So the count is even. The Dodgers are holding an 8-3 lead. And the Dodgers are batting in the last half of the eighth inning. Ten hits for Brooklyn. Six hits for New York. Sturdivant ready. And there's a curve driven into left field out in the corner. Going over for it is Elston Howard. Campanella makes a turn at first. He may go on to second. He does. There's the throw across to Billy Martin and in safely is Roy Campanella with a double. Well, Campy will never be a candidate for the Olympic sprints, but he was moving, going around first and into second. And that tricky left field corner of Ebbets Field. Gives Cappy just enough time to get around. That's the fourth hit off Sturdivant. The 11th hit for the Dodgers. So Brooklyn has a runner on at second. Nobody out. Last half of the eighth inning, and Carl Perillo, who has one hit in four times at bat, is in there. Right hand batter. Fastball swung on, missed, strike one. The Yankees have moved Bob Serve over a few steps in right center. Mantle is fairly shallow in right. Deep in left field is Elston Howard. Rizzuto shaded over near second. Curveball misses outside. One and one. Cool, overcast day in Ebbets Field. But the hearts of the Dodger fans are bright as the Dodgers hold an 8-3 lead. Sturdivant looks back to Campanella at second. Delivers, and the fastball is inside for ball two. Two balls, one strike now to call for a low. He takes a flash down to Billy Herman, coaching at third. On deck for the Brooks is Gil Hodges. Yogi Berra. Second signs with Tom Sturdivant. Campy jumps around. There's a pitch, a swing, and a pop-up. And moving uh, towards the Yankee dugout is Yogi Berra. And he finally squeezes it in foul territory. So Yogi takes the pop-up foul by Carl Frillo. Gil Hodges steps in. Gil's looking for his first hit today. Has only one hit in 11 times at bat in the series. Right-hand batter. Sturdivant delivers. There's a swing and a fly ball. Hit over near the stands in short left field. Going out is Rizzuto. Moving over near the stands. He's got it. And a nice play by the scooter going over quickly as the ball was not hit far enough out for Elston Howard to get to. And Rizzuto, showing that those legs can still pump, moved over and made the catch. So Hodges fouls out to Rizzuto. And we have two out. A runner on at second base, Roy Campanella, who opened the eighth inning with a double. And Jackie Robinson steps up. Jackie has two hits in four times at bat. He has been superb at third base for the Dodgers today. 
The outfield straight away. Jackie holding that bat right on the end. His left hand, uh, little finger right over the edge of the bat. There's a curve that pops over for a strike, dropped by Campa by Barra. And Campanella, who'd started down the line towards third, suddenly stops, puts on the brakes, and goes back. Yogi, uh, like Campanella, blocks that ball. If they think it's going to get by, they try and knock it down with a knee or an arm or something. Sturdivant whirls and fires, and it's outside. One ball, one strike. Tom, with a runner on at second, occasionally uses, or I would say most times, uses a stretch motion and takes his left leg around near second, very reminiscent of the days of Earl Whitehill. He looks back to Campanella, who leads away five, six steps. He's ready now, delivers, and it's over for a strike. One and two. The Dodgers eight, the Yankees three. We're in the last half of the eighth inning, the third game of the World Series. Brought to you with the best wishes of the Gillette Safety Razor Company of Boston. Out two straight away. The pitch is swung on, a fly ball hit over near the stands. Moving back is Bill Scow on the first baseman. The wind has it. He's got it. So the Dodgers get the first man on, Roy Campanella with a double. But after that, Tom Sturdivant just too tough for the Dodgers and gets the next three batters to foul out. So no runs, one hit, no errors, and one man left on for Brooklyn. And at the end of eight innings of play, the score, the Brooklyn Dodgers eight, the New York Yankees three. And this youngster who is seeking his first World Series victory has the reassurance that the manager of the Dodgers, Walt Alston, has a fireman ready out in the bullpen if need be. But I presume that young Padres would like to walk off that mound today with the congratulations of his teammates and uh, celebrate his birthday with a big happy smile. Well, Bill Scowan will lead off for the New York Yankees in the top of the ninth inning. The attendance at the third game of the World Series, 34,209. First pitch, fastball is low outside for ball one. Johnny Padres, the left-hander, has given up only six hits. The outfield playing straight away. Scow in a right-hand batter. Padres ready. It's a curve that's lined out into right field. Moving over is Carl Fuller. Takes it on the first hop and throws into second base. So Scowron starts things off for the Yankees in the ninth inning with a single, a line single to right field. And that is hit number seven. Moving in now is Elston Howard, who started today in right field, who moved over to left field. He has gone 0 for 3. First pitch by Padres, a let-up curveball, hit into short right field, going out as Junior Gilliam, Carl Frollo moving in. Gilliam calls for it and takes it. So there's one out in the top of the ninth for the Yankees as Howard pops up to Junior Gilliam in short right field. Casey Stengel is talking to Billy Martin just before Billy moves in there. You know, Casey takes a real fatherly interest in the boys on his team. Martin's ready. The pitch is a fastball strike. The runner on first base is Bill Scourin. He leads away. Hodges drops back. A let-up curve hit into short left field. Going back out is Pee Wee Reese. He's waving Amaros away. Moves back. He's got it for out number two. 
So the Dodgers have two out. And the Yankees have but one life left as they trail the Brooklyn Dodgers by five runs. Brooklyn leading eight to three. And the scooter, Phil Rizzuto, steps in. Say, unless you're an expert, you may have missed some of the interesting fine points of today's game. So stay tuned after the last out. Hear Bill Coram review the game and point up its highlights. Johnny Padres pitching to Phil Rizzuto delivers a strike on the outside corner, belt high. Bill Scourin on at first, two out in the top of the ninth. Doc feels straight away. The pitch, Scooter drops a bunt, and it is rolling foul. It went out about 18 feet, and then suddenly just rolled foul. And it was grabbed quickly by Roy Campanella, who hustles the ball over to Padres. So Rizzuto, who had almost come up with a miracle, now comes back. Phil Rizzuto asks umpire Jim Honachick to take a look at the ball. He just bunted it. And the umpire says it's okay. And it goes back out to Johnny Padres. Two strikes, two out. Bill Scour and on at first. And the Dodgers lead 8-3. to three. Padres checks his runner, delivers. Rizzuto swings. He pops it up to the infield. Moving in is Hodges. And he is still coming on. He's got it. And the Dodgers have won the first game of the World Series. So the final score is Brooklyn, eight runs, 11 hits, one error. The Yankees, three runs, seven hits, and no errors. This is Bill Corum as the crowd files out of Ebbets Field here in Brooklyn this afternoon, and a happy crowd it is of 34,209 persons paid because the Dodgers turned in their tracks today as they did in 1953 and beat the Yankees quite decisively, as you already know, in the third game of the series. Actually, it was uh, two great personal triumphs, I thought, the story of the ball game. The first, of course, a a happy birthday for little Johnny Padres of up in Witherby, New York. That's near Plattsburgh on the Canadian border, I think. Miss Gladys Gooding, who's now playing, played happy birthday for Johnny before he went out to pitch while he's warming up, and he made it a very happy birthday by pitching a strong, strong game and at times overpowering. Mickey Mantle's home run, actually, and a great credit to a crippled ball player, one of the great players of the great game, Mickey, for coming back and whacking a home run. He can't run much. Stengel had to move him out of center field and put him in right, but he answered the Dodgers in the second inning after the Brooks had moved to in front, as they've been in the habit of doing in the series, and the Yankees promptly caught him, Mickey leading off with a tremendous home run, and this, of course, followed Campanellas, who was a hitting hero. But the real story to me was Jackie Robinson, the old fella who may be going around for the last time. It could be his last series. He says he would like to play one more year, but he doesn't know. But what a competitor he is, and what a ball player. 